Today on the Bill Kelly Show on AM 900 CHML. Well, if you haven't realized or noticed that uh, hydro is uh, probably the number one issue in the upcoming provincial election, you haven't been paying much attention because <laughs> it's there. Uh, by everybody, by all the political parties, obviously because of what's gone on here. It's hydro rates, but it's also compensation. And 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 maybe what we're going to talk about right now is probably, I would imagine, because of a comment that uh, Doug Ford, PC leader Doug Ford, made a couple of days ago, where he said he was going to fire the CEO for uh, Hydro One uh, and maybe get rid of the board of directors, too, if that's what it took. Well, here's what happened as a result. I mean, if you're the focus like this, and people, taxpayers, ratepayers in this province, are upset with the board... You'd maybe just want to duck and hide, but instead these guys brazenly did just the opposite. The board of directors of Hydro One have now approved changes to the company's executive compensation policy that will make it costlier for the government to intervene in their business. In other words, what they've done is gave themselves a bigger severance package. I'm serious. In spite of the fact that that's what everybody was jumping up and down about, they said, well, let's give ourselves more. If these guys are going to fire us, we're going to come out of there with a lot of money in our pockets. I couldn't believe the gall. Joining us to talk about this is Parker Glady, the Vice President of Wind Concerns Ontario. Parker, so much uh, going on here. I appreciate you joining us on the program today. You've got to be frustrated. I know I am. Yeah, I think a lot of people in Ontario are frustrated with those announcements. And, and, and it's not just rates. I mean, you and I have talked in the past about hydro rates and about, about how we generate power, and there are some serious concerns about that. And, and ultimately, these people, these board of directors, are the ones that I think have to take, uh, you know, be held accountable for this. But the compensation packages here are just outlandish. Yeah, no, I totally agree with you. They're, they're way out of line with any other uh, company across the country, and even in the U.S., where a lot of larger ones, uh, you know, have uh, smaller payments for CEOs that are running much bigger companies. How did it get so out of hand? I really don't know. I mean, I presume the uh, you know the, uh, CEO uh, Schmidt must have a lot of influence over the board or something, but uh, I, it seems like you know they're th- throwing mud at us, uh, you, despite what they've been hearing from the media. Well, you know, the, the comparables here I think are worthy of note here. In some of the other provinces, uh, CEOs of their hydro uh, corporations are, are making. About six to seven hundred thousand dollars, which is still a pretty significant paycheck. This guy's making ten times that much, and I just there's, I can't understand. I have I've yet to hear anybody try to justify this, probably because there is no justification for it. Well, yeah, and I mean he he the earnings last year were actually down by almost nine percent for uh, Hydro One, so the earnings dropped. And what do they do? They give them a one point two billion dollar a uh, one point seven million dollar pay raise it seems ridiculous now that's not normally what happens you know when the earnings fall the board of directors usually doesn't give any bonus or any additional compensation to the ceo but in this case they gave him a big raise but it doesn't seem to get any better it doesn't really matter who's in the corner office at queen's park no it just this is a problem that continues to fester and notwithstanding the fact that the public is is consistently saying do something about it Yes, I don't know what it is about politicians. They like to get in there and sort of mix it up with the electricity sector because, you know, it goes way back. I mean, it goes back to, you know, uh, the 50s. But every premier, I think, has had, you know, some uh, way to get in there and, and mess things up a little bit. But I think the current government has done the best job 
by a long shot. <laughs> Faint praise. Uh, but therein lies the problem. And, and no, I understand that because of the circumstances that uh, there's some question here as to whether or not uh, and the next government, whatever that government would be after June 7th, uh, is going to have any power to do anything about this. So I understand there's a protocol that has to be placed, but uh, the, the way it was explained to us is that uh, the, the premier, whether it's going to be Kathleen Wynne or Andrew Horvath or Doug Ford, can't just walk in the boardroom and fire these guys. Uh, well, he can't, he can't fire the CEO anyway. No, but they can raise a you know a shareholders' resolution. Yeah, uh, and they're in control of forty-seven percent of the shares currently uh, until Hydro One acquires. A vista, and then converts you know a convertible debenture that they've issued already. And then they'll drop to around forty-one percent, but right now it's forty-seven percent. So they don't need many more uh, shareholders, if you will, to get on side. And normally, a lot of shareholders don't bother to vote their shares, in the, you know, that own them in the public sector. Uh, but uh, I think a lot of the union members of Hydro at Hydro One own shares because that was kind of the compensation arrangement made when they went public. With yeah. that. Instead of giving you a big raise, we'll give you some some shares in the company. So my guess is the union probably would side with the government. So my view is that you know if there's a shareholders, um, um, you know if the shareholders, you know Hydro uh, Province of Ontario raises the the idea that they would like a vote on this, that they wouldn't have any problem achieving a majority. Want to hear more? Download the podcast on iTunes or Google Play. And listen to The Bill Kelly Show, weekdays from 9 to noon on AM 900 CHML.